Lord Krishna tells Arjuna that happiness and sadness are like changing weathers. It cannot be avoided. No matter whatever we do, we have to bear the changing weathers. Just like that, we should learn how to tolerate them without getting bewildered. Instead of chasing happiness all the time, we should learn to embrace in distress and sadness. Happiness only seems merry because sadness exists. If we start being happy all the time, we would soon lose the value for happiness. So in simple words, if you are happy today, it will pass. If you are sad today, it will pass. Hey, what's up everyone? Happy Janmashtami to all of you. Hope you all are doing fine. Welcome to another episode of the Amadi podcast. I am your host Arnav recording from Bangalore, India. Shrimad Bhagavad Gita, a song sung by Lord Krishna himself more than 5000 years ago to help his fellow friend or devotee come out of moral and ethical dilemma. Arguably one of the best self-help literature available to humankind. which has not only helped people across india but also big international names like will smith steve jobs the beatles to name a few it is believed that when lord krishna recited the gita to mahayuddha arjun his purpose was not only to help arjuna come out of his dilemma but to help us all in our own battles through arjun to awaken the mahayuddha within us all the questions arjun poses in front of shri krishna are also faced by us at some point in our life so today on the holy occasion of janmashtami the birthday of lord krishna let us assume the seat on the magnificent chariot driven by lord krishna surrendered to him as a supreme teacher just like arjun did 5000 years ago and go over 10 shlokas which has helped shape my thinking and my mindset influenced me the most and has helped me through some of my toughest times let's begin नंबर वन देहि नोस्मिन यथा देहे कौमरम यौवनम जरा तथा देहांतरा प्राप्ते धीरस्तत्र नमूयति दिस श्लोक ट्रांसलेट्स एज एज द एम्बॉडीड सोल कंटीन्यूअसली पासिस इन दिस बॉडी फ्रॉम बॉयहुड टू यूथ टू ओल्ड एज द सोल सिमिलरली पासिस इनटू अनदर बॉडी एट डेथ अ सोबर पर्सन इज नॉट बिवल्डर्ड बाय सच अ चेंज The biggest dilemma Arjun had at the start of the Gita was because of his attachment to his worldly relations. He did not want to fight his own blood even though they had committed sinful acts and fighting them was the right thing to do. His judgment of good and evil was clouded by his attachment to his relatives. Lord Krishna here thus tries to clear his dilemma by revealing to him the permanent nature of soul. We see a lot of motivational speakers today talk about the law of impermanence. that whatever we feel or possess today is impermanent the question i used to have then is if everything is impermanent what is the use of all this lord krishna reveals to us here that among everything that is impermanent in this world we ourselves are ever existing and that ever existing soul has got nothing to do with our impermanent body or material possessions the only thing that grows our permanent soul is our karma our service towards the society and towards almighty so this shloka in its deeper sense gives us a perspective of what is truly important in the later shlokas lord krishna does elaborate upon it also this shloka helped me 
cope with my recent loss of my father this shloka made me realized that my father is not gone he is simply undergoing a transition in the spiritual plane and that shouldn't be lamented as i know that my father has lived a pious life and his soul is thus progressing to higher planes of existence moving on to the next shloka मातृस्पर्शास्तु कौंतेय शीतोष्ण सुख दुखद आगमापाई नो प्रतिस्तिस्वत दिस श्लोक कम्स इमीजिएटली आफ्टर द प्रीवियस श्लोक दिस श्लोक एज आई मेन्शनड अर्लियर एज मेनी मोटिवेशनल स्पीकर्स लाइक टू टॉक अबाउट टेल्स अबाउट द इम्पर्मनेंट नेचर ऑफ हैप्पीनेस एंड डिस्ट्रेस लॉर्ड कृष्णा टेल्स अर्जुन दैट हैप्पीनेस एंड सैडनेस आर लाइक चेंजिंग वेदर्स इट कैन नॉट बी अवॉइडेड no matter whatever we do we have to bear the changing weathers just like that we should learn how to tolerate them without getting bewildered instead of chasing happiness all the time we should learn to embrace in distress and sadness happiness only seems merry because sadness exists if we start being happy all the time we would soon lose the value for happiness so in simple words if you are happy today it will pass if you are sad today it will pass number 3 vyavasayatmika buddhir ekeha kurunandana bahu shakha he anantascha buddhayo vyavasayinam this shloka and the next shloka for me are the keys to success for any person in this shloka lord krishna stresses on the importance of having an aim in life he says that the person who is resolute in their purpose their focus is fixed on that one thing but those who are irresolute their intelligence end up being many branched and such a person cannot achieve his full potential in his life and isn't it obvious if we have multiple aims in life we would be focusing on all all of them and we would be putting our energy and our focus and our mind and our time into all of them thus we will not be able to reach our potential in any one of them This is what results in being being jack of all trades but master of none. Moving on to the next shloka, number four. Karmanyevadhikaraste maafaleshu kadachana ma karma falheturbhu maate sangosvakarmani. In this shloka, Lord Krishna gives us a way to minimize our pain during failures. No matter how intelligent or hardworking we are, we are sure to face failures in our life. It is an uncontrollable aspect of life. The controllable aspect, however, is how we react to that failure. Lord Krishna advises us here to be unattached to the fruits of our actions and do work just because it is meant to be done, with a sense of service. We are hurt by failure not because we failed at the task. but because we were anticipating a fruit out of that task that we failed to achieve thus if we work with a sense of detachment failures would just cease to be learning opportunities for us number 5 prajahati yadakaman sarvan parthamanogatan atmane evatmanatushta sthita prajnastadochate in this shloka Krishna tells Arjun what it, it is like to be purely conscious. He tells him that when a person gives up all unnecessary material desires arising from greed and lust and finds satisfaction in his self alone, 
such a man is said to be in pure transcendental consciousness now this doesn't need a hundred years of tapasya in the himalayas does it we all can practice it at least to some extent i believe that is why bhagavad gita is often called a manual of life and it is not exactly a religious book this book doesn't talk about huge ritualistic practices to achieve material or spiritual opulence in fact it gives you practical ways that you can practice in everyday life to make yourself the best version of yourself number 6 dhyayato vishayan pumsa sangaste supajayate sangat sanjayate kama kamat krodo bhijayate उटेंसिस from that contemplation attachment develops that attachment slowly develops into lust and from that lust anger arises further from that anger we start becoming deluded and from the delusion bewilderment of memory takes place we forget what is right or wrong moral or immoral and that leads to complete loss of intelligence thus leading to our downfall so it's simple isn't it stop getting attached to things right it is of course easier said than done that is what arjun thought too he later asked lord by what is one impelled to do sinful acts as if by force we see a lot of people every day doing things that they regret doing but still can't help it some examples would be smoking or going to sleep late or eating unhealthy food they know that all of this is harming them and they want to stop doing it too but somehow are compelled to do it either way lord krishna again tells him that it is all because of lust only the lust to keep satisfying our senses and the more we satisfy our senses the more we satisfy lust the more they start asking from us it's almost like pouring fuel into a burning flame but how do we battle our lust the answer lies in the next shloka number 7 इंद्रियानी मनोबुद्धिर्विमोहयातेषनाजुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुनाटलुना
for doing so is better than not working one cannot even maintain one's physical body without work thus lord krishna here urges arjun to do his prescribed duty even a person who does renunciate or takes sanyas doesn't give up working a true sanyasi does service to the society without expecting anything in return and whatever he does receives he receives it with gratitude and returns it back in service so the way to everlasting peace is actually not renunciation of work but renunciation of worldly attachments and lust number 9 abhayam sattva samshuddhir jnana yoga vyavasthiti danam damascha yajnascha स्वाधयास्ताप आर्जव अहिंसा सत्यम अक्रोधस्त्याग शातेरपशूना दयाभूतेश वलोलुप्वा मदव हिरेरचापलाम तेज कस्माधति शौचा अद्रोहो नातिमानिताती संपदम दैवी अभिजात भारत The 16th chapter of Bhagavad Gita starts with these three shlokas explaining the qualities a man should cultivate in himself in order to hold a divine stature. The qualities Lord Krishna mentions in these shlokas are fearlessness, purification of one's existence, cultivation of spiritual knowledge, charity, self-control, performance of sacrifice, study of the Vedas, austerity, simplicity, non-violence truthfulness freedom from anger renunciation tranquility aversion to fault finding in others compassion for all living entities freedom from covetousness gentleness modesty steady determination vigor forgiveness fortitude cleanliness and freedom from envy and from passion of honor let's take a moment to reflect upon how many of these divine qualities we do possess and how many of them are we capable of possessing but have chose not to yet number 10 dambho darpo bhimanascha krodha parushyam evacha ajnanam cha bhijatasya partha sampadam asurim this very next shloka tells us about the qualities which are demonic and should be avoided by a person who wants to live a life of honor these qualities are pride arrogance conceit anger harshness and ignorance again just take a moment to self reflect upon how many of these qualities we do possess be honest with yourself also think about how easily we could choose to drop these qualities of our personality Finally guys I would like to end this podcast with the most famous shloka of the Bhagavad Gita Yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyuddhanam adharmasya tadatmanam srijamyaham paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya jaduskritam dharma sansthapanathaya sambhamami yuge yuge This shloka is the shloka of hope of faith. Lord Krishna here assures all of us that whenever there is a decline of dharma that is righteousness he will come to reestablish dharma to deliver the divine people. So let's pray to him today 
that all of us can awaken him within us and fight against all forms of adharma around us guys the shlokas i discussed today are just a trailer to the vast reservoir of knowledge that is the bhagavad gita if you want me to make a detailed series on the gita itself dm me on instagram at @whoarnav if you like this episode follow my podcast on spotify google podcast apple podcast or wherever you're listening from once again a very happy janmashtami to all of you hari krishna peace